Welcome to an all-new episode of I Swear We're Not a Couple. I am Rogelio Orozco. I'm Adam Goldberg. Hi, guys. Hello, everybody. This is uh, Adam and I were chatting off air because we are in a radio state, a radio show, apparently. Uh, and we were saying how much we look forward to uh, seeing all of you guys, seeing you, Jesus, talking Jesus to you. Jesus Christ, we're not on MTV in 1987. Oh, from my lips, God! Talking to you guys every week and talking to each other and just shooting the shit. I think absolutely. uh, This is uh, some of my favorite times. I mean, we got to start off with the big news. We're recording Saturday at twelve thirty-six Pacific Standard Time. Mm -hmm. You want to talk about Saturday, November seventh? Do you want to do you want to break the news? Uh, I do. I'll break the news. Oh no, I'll break the news. I'll break the news. Okay, all right, guys. Um. I save 15% on my auto insurance by switching to Geico. Oh, my God. Okay, so I was going to say that, but I have other news. Oh, it's... did you lower your cholesterol by by eating a bowl of Cheerios? No, but I really do love Cheerios, by the way. No, the news is it's 77 degrees here because of mm, – and I'm having a white wine spritzer, and it's delicious. I feel like a wealthy white woman on Long Island. Oh, how lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. uh, and it is raining here in, in Los wow. Angeles. Wow. Mazel tov, you guys need it. Yeah, we do. Uh, what else is big in the news? Some guy some guy won. Some some white guy dude. Some white dude <laughs> won some contest. I think he won a popularity contest. Uh, I think it was the voice or the mass singer. No, it was the mass singer. That's yeah. right. They they removed the 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 popcorn. That's uh, right colonel and it ended up being another white guy yes congratulations popcorn man <laughs> everybody voted for him to stay on the mass singer <laughs> we're such uh, assholes guys we're, we're, we won't get political but yes we're recording on a big day but that's yes, it so uh, br- president elect correct let's let's see what yep. happens that's right we'll, we'll go from there next uh, Next, uh, we were going to have a special guest on today. I was actually really excited to have on a special guest today. Uh, we were going to have the bad Jason come <laughs> by uh, and and grace us with his with his wonderful voice. I, I asked him if he wanted to come on, and, and this is what he said. <clears throat> I said, "Hey, uh, you around around three fifteen ish your time uh, to to come on come on and, and talk." Wait, what time did you text him this? Because you uh, let's we see. didn't invite him really ahead of time. No, no. So it was. We sprung it, was, it on him today. Yeah, it was eight fifty-two my time, so it was almost noon your time. Right. Right. And he says, "I said, hey Jay, do you want to do you want to come on the show for a little bit today?" He goes, "What time? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think about three fifteen is your time." And Adam's like, "Yeah, I got a thing. I got to go cut my hair." Oh, what and a said, day! What a day! I know. And I said, "You don't have to be with us the whole hour. Can I take a rain check? We have plans." <laughs> oh, what an oh. old man to say rain check. Oh, you know who know. else loves rain checks? Lisa. Yeah, she does. Lisa loves a rain check, and I love her for it. Uh, and so I said, uh, I said, okay. And he said, thank you for the invite, though. I said, mm. uh-huh. Guys, I can't wait till he's actually on so you realize he does not sound anything like that. I know, but I heard the previous episode, and my voice for him is, is excellent. It's really <laughs> good. So anyway, Jason is not going to be joining us today because he's got some bullshit to do. What? what? I don't know. He's got to spend time with his family. Mm. He texted me this morning, by the way. This was separate from because we I text my brother separately. I text Roger separately. And then the three of us have a little group chat. So this morning he sends me. 
This was at, oh boy, I should have been more prepared. Please wait. And he said at 7.35 this morning, I (laughs) I don't really feel like I'm a grump. I don't understand why you guys seem to think so. So I sent him a gif of Snow White staring at Grumpy going, ooh, you must be Grumpy. And all he wrote back was LOL. So I said to him, if you're offended or we hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. He goes, no, I like that you talk about me. Yeah. At the end of the day, I think he likes it. Uh, uh, he loves it. Yeah. And then so I, I got it. He was up, I guess, at 630 year time. I get this message at 330 in the morning. Not sure what you guys think. I'm grumpy. I'm really yes, not. Yes, yes, yes. And Adam, uh-huh. <laughs> you have to come on and prove that we're wrong. Not right. sure why you think that. Just right. a realist. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and Adam said, he apologized. He says, we don't want to hurt your feelings anymore. Right. We, we won't talk about you. No, no, no. You can. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he sounds like Mikey from The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Unbreakable. Uh, they lie. Damn it. I miss that show. So do I. I didn't watch the movie. Did you watch the movie? Yeah, I watched it with uh, Lenisa, actually. We were on the phone and watching at the same time. Yeah. Listener Lenisa. Love it. Correct. Okay. Uh, some uh, business, some some house calls to take care of. Um, house I, calls. I, I, well, not house, house cleaning. Calls. House cleaning. That's it. Thank you. To take care of. Uh, We've been around, we've been doing this podcast since August Mm -hmm. and uh, it's been a really great time. It's been a lot of fun, uh, but I cannot believe that the thing that's most popular and that has gotten us the most amount of attention out of anything that we've done so far is my fucking mac and cheese. Well, it looked fucking delicious, by the way. It was, okay. I will say it was very good. I made it from scratch. I browned the butter, um, whisked, I mean, I did everything. I had three kinds of cheeses in there and uh it was really really great and then i crisped the top of it i put on the broiler after it was done cooking so right. the brown guy i mean if you're listening to this you probably already saw it but and you could hear the bubbling i had we had never had so much attention and so <laughs> many conversations as we've had with that <laughs> one post <laughs> one fucking thing uh-huh i'm not mad i'm not mad i'm a little surprised, and I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just don't understand Instagram. Uh, that's because we're old, dear. I know. Mm-hmm. Spe- speaking me, of I, ins- me more so than you, but we're old. That's Not why. by much. Not by much. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of Instagram and social media, I watched a movie over the week, uh, this past week, called The Social mm-hmm. Dilemma on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you seen it? I have not. No, not yet. It is excellent. Uh, and, and it all, the crux of the premise of the movie, or the documentary, excuse me, is they're talking to all these higher ups in social media or ex higher ups in social media uh, companies, you know, Twitter and Instagram, et cetera. And their goal when they made social media was for it to be a positive thing uh, <laughs> and a, to bring some sort of light to the, to the world. And, mm-hmm. I mean, they start off the whole movie just just pretty much hitting you with, yeah, you're a, you're a product. Everybody that that is using this is a product, and that wasn't even the that wasn't even the biggest deal. Like, who cares that we're a product? They they essentially talked about how it is the algorithms that they created are making 
everybody have their own reality show and echo chamber. And so we are divided as a nation more so because of social media. And that's how I know we don't get political, but when we're, when liberals look at uh, conservatives mm-hmm. and they say, how can they think that? How can they think that? Can't they see what's right in front of them? Well, the liberals have the same information cycled over and over and over again. And then the, the, the um, conservatives are saying the exact same thing. How can the liberals say that? Can't they see what's right in front of them? And it's created this schism in our country. And it scared the ever living fuck out of me to the point where I didn't just uninstall social media from my, from my phone. I, I completely deleted my Twitter account, which if you know me, wow, really? Yeah. So I don't know where we're going to get content for this show. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> well, don't look to me. I'm only a co-host. You're well, I'm a co-host too. I'm not, it's not host. I know, co-host. But, it's co-host, I know, but co-host. guys for our listeners out there, Roger really does 98% of the heavy lifting here. I just come in and drink white wine spritzers and laugh and giggle and tickle myself. So, oh my, uh, that's all you need to do, by the way. That's why people listen. And it turns out I don't even need to do the heavy lifting. All I need to do is make mac and cheese and take a picture of it in a video of it and throw it up on our Instagram and call it a day. Well, Sweet maybe mercy. we should become a baking and cooking podcast. No, but here's the thing is I don't think we would get as much inf- as many followers and listeners as we do. I think it has to be that odd thing. If everybody, if mm, every the day you saw, yeah, if every day you saw just mac and cheese, mac and cheese, mac and cheese, you would be thinking to yourself, oh, I can't believe they believe in mac and cheese. God, uh, I would love mac and cheese. And I would love to see it every single day. I Yes, but eventually I think it would get old. It, it no, would I'm talking to... about like in front of me on a plate so I can eat it. Oh, yeah. We've, we've... I don't need to see it on my Instagram every single day. We've That's polished just, it off, by the way. I, I would hope Not so. It looks phenomenal. It, yeah, it was really, really good. Monstro has been eating it. My, mo- my mom good. Has, came out of her room and she said, Mijo, que fue esa pasta? Que delis. Mijo, me lo arte. Which is like, I was a glutton. I just, I just <laughs> ate and ate and ate. So it was cool. I'm surprised she didn't uh, include my name in that. I was an Adon. No, you were. You were. I was an Adam. You were an Adam. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Heather added buffalo sauce on on top of it, like Frank's red hot sauce. On the whole thing, or just on hers? On hers. On hers. Oh, okay. Thank God. And I had it. It was good. It was good. You know, I, you you want a little bit of both. You want some variety in life. Ah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's it. That's our show. I got nothing else. Mac and cheese and I quit social media. Uh, yeah, and I'm going to have a big bottle of wine. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, <laughs> we can call it episode 14A. 14A, yeah, 14.1. <laughs> um, well, I had my last day at Prodigal Sun yesterday. Tell me about it. Uh, my replacement is super sweet, and I wish her... A lot of luck. Yeah. Because, sweetheart, you're going to need it. And, uh, yeah, I went out to dinner with my team who, I mean, we all left together and we're going on to this next movie. And we went out for dinner and drinks and we had a great time. And I am so happy to not be working on that show anymore. I will probably still watch it because I like it, but I'm so happy not to be working on it. So happy. I'm very happy for you. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you. I do have some things to talk about. 
Uh, yes, please. I'm, I, I'm excited. We, we do have plenty. I just was just kind of being a dick. Um, I want to. I want to. Yeah. I, I know. I want to wrap up Mayo Talk if we could. Oh my god! What is this episode seven in a row? No. Well, we have I, talked about Mayo quite a bit. I was, recently. I was in the supermarket coming back from the hairdresser because I needed to pick up Italian dressing for chicken for tomorrow, and I walked out. I mean, salad dressing and mayo, same aisle. I almost bought. A, a container of Miracle Whip. No, Almost. No. Just to try it to see if it just, was as bad as you remember? Just to try it. Just to try it. And I went, nope. Nope. Tunnel vision down to the, well, the real salad dressings, not the Miracle Whip salad dressing. Not today, Satan. Not mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, After all this talk about mayonnaise and whatnot i made a sandwich for dinner last night and we are almost out of mayonnaise which (laughs) is really really funny you were just at costco i don't you don't you think i know it we just went to costco we just went to aldi and we had my god multiple opportunities to buy all the mayo we ever want and it is down to the very bottom you don't have to scrape it with the with the with the butter knife and you're just barely getting little bits of it Mm -hmm. i don't Uh, know it anyway so uh listener kim uh, from Kansas City. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She's from she's from she Kansas. Will, she'll gut you for that. Yeah. Uh, from Kansas. Sent us <laughs> one last email about uh, email. Uh, well, she sent us an email. She sent us an Instagram post. Look, well, dude. what's that? Pappy. So Instagram was well, different from the America Online. <laughs> Peepaw. <laughs> Peepaw. Can I interest you in some <laughs> skipjack tuna? Anyway, she sent us a DM on Instagram. She yes. slid into our DMs and right. uh, she sent us an article from southernliving.com. Uh, <clears throat> articles titled Hellman's Surprises North Carolina Bride and Groom with Mayo Themed Wedding Reception. Oh, this sounds right up my alley. So there's this beautiful photo of this lovely, needless to say, white couple that is feeding each other. God only knows what covered in mayonnaise with a cake, a wedding cake that has a, it looks like a Hellman's jar and it says real mm-hmm. and it says established 2020. Now, Adam, you might be asking yourself, why on God's green earth do these two people have why would well would Hellman's sponsor their wedding or be so nice to them in the wedding? Any guess? No, no, I I wouldn't actually ask that. No, so I'm glad you asked. Congratulations are in order for Marissa Helms and David Mayo, the happy couple. Were Cute. Whisked, okay, were whisked okay. together in holy Mayo money on, <laughs> on October 24th in Henderson, North Carolina. As is appropriate for a bride and groom whose last names evoke Hellman's mayonnaise, the socially distanced nuptials featured uh, various nods to the emulsified condiment thanks to the mayonnaise brand. So their names, their last names are, were Helms and Mayo. So if you say quickly, Hellman's Mayo, sounds like Hellman's Mayo. Uh, and so Hellman- Wait, Helms and, yeah, Helms and Mayo. Okay. Say, yeah. say it all quick. Yeah. Helms and Mayo. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. It's 2020. So whatever. Uh, And so they ended up getting. This doesn't surprise me at all. They ended up getting a cake from uh, the very fancy local bakery Gato, which is French for cake, by the way. His and hers jackets and the kicker, a year's supply of mayonnaise. 
One year, honestly, that's all they gave. Not a fucking lifetime <laughs> supply of mayo. Really? Well, for some of our listeners, a year supply is a lifetime supply. And by the way, really, the shop, Unilever, the sh- you can't give them just 9,000 jars of mayo. Really? Uh, the shelf life on mayonnaise is is stupendous. So honestly, again, they could make that one <laughs> all year. That vinegar. And there's pictures of them wearing their their jackets that say Helms and Mayo, real love, established tw- uh, 2020. And at the very bottom, it has a Hellman's Mayo uh, logo on it. Thank God they like Mayo. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Can you I, – I, even if – I guess you're the only – Can I imagine getting married? No. We had this conversation a few weeks ago. Right. No. Yeah. No, I'm sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> no, my, my question is even if your name – is Helms and Mayo, would you, if they, if they offered, would you take the sponsorship or would you take the gifts or would you say, no, thank you. I'm not going to forever associate my wedding, the biggest day of my life to a fucking mayonnaise jar. I mean, can we be honest? They're probably going to be divorced within two years. So let take the sponsorship. Mm -hmm. You know why they're going to be divorced? Because uh, uh, the the groom is going to buy Miracle Whip one day. That's exactly right. I was going to say the missus would buy Miracle Whip, but uh, uh, why does it have to be the woman that's doing it? Mm-hmm. Because the man is obviously out working and um, earning a living, while the woman is at home, barefoot, pregnant, <sighs> making sandwiches. And- Speaking of barefoot, if they want to sponsor my wedding in Never in a Day then I would be very happy to do that. Right. And I'll even get married barefoot and I hate my feet. I think um, I, I think everybody would have had to have had a bottle of barefoot in order for you to be barefoot at your wedding uh, because this, I've smelled your feet, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, and it's not good. No. It's, not, it's, 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 a, it's an ailment. So yeah. is, is Barefoot the only company that you would be like, okay, yeah, you, can, you guys can get, do the, the wedding cake and it's the sh- in the shape of a bottle or whatever? Mm. I mean, I'm happy to have Smirnoff. Yeah. I just feel like mayonnaise or Hellman's mayo is just... Or Stoli. Maybe I should pick something non-alcoholic. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Let your your freak flag fly. Hang on. Hang on one second. The caller ID says Betty Ford on my phone. Hold on one second. Hold on. Okay. I sent it to voicemail. Oh, good. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. They, you gotta. You gotta block them. They've been calling you all week. <laughs> so uh-huh. uh, I think that concludes. Unless we hear anything else, Mayo talk. And on that note, bring out the Hellman's and bring out the best. God, do I sound fantastic on that or what? You c- clear as a bell. Honestly, you and Karen Carpenter, neck and neck. <sighs> may she may she rest. The poor thing. Yeah, that was. Uh... God, uh, I, we have we have a a let's see how long have we been doing this? Nineteen minutes. Uh, okay, because I, I think we're, we're going to be talking about song covers today, and Adam what are song covers, covers of songs. You mean cover songs? Cover songs. Yes, cover songs. By the way, I've really been looking forward to this since the moment you sent me the text, and I'm so excited to talk about it. And I am too. I made my list last night, but I think that we may have to split it up into two segments across two episodes because because your list is like 14 
that's and that I, I cut it short, by the way. Yeah. I have probably another 20 or so that I could have listed. And mine is about 14 as well. Um, I don't. This is so exciting. It's very exciting. But before we get there, I kind of want to mm-hmm. like I, I think we should do that after the break. Tease it so that listeners keep on listening. Or if they think that's the worst segment ever, they can just fuck off and and not listen to the end okay. of this, the episode. OK, so we have about 10, 10 to 15 minutes where we have to fill. So we're all just going to sit here uh, with our hands folded in our lap and we're going to wait for the teacher to <laughs> finish class. You don't, you don't want to play a seven up? Oh, heads up seven up. I fucking mm-hmm. murdered at that game. I would look at the kids' shoes. Smart, by the way. Yeah. Uh smart. So I have I have three different articles that we can talk before you have before we bring on the pee pee song. Before pee pee time. Before yeah. pee time and we, we okay, go balls great. deep into uh would you take your pick? <clears throat> mm-hmm. The spooky and dangerous side of black licorice. No, I guys, listeners, I am 73 years old. I absolutely love black licorice. Everybody fights me on it. I understand it's very polarizing. I can see why some people find it disgusting. I absolutely love it. So no, I do not want to hear that. Next. Uh, new. What's new in fast food? Spicy donuts and cheeseburger pizzas. Mm, yum. Okay. And finally, w- this is what Burger King's new reusable packaging looks like. No, fuck them. Uh, let's do the second one. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, the spooky and dangerous side of black licorice, everybody. Black licorice may look and taste like You're an innocent cock. treat, but this candy has a dark side. On September 23rd, 2020, <sighs> it was reported that a black licorice, that black licorice was the culprit in the death of a, how, how old yeah, do you think yeah, this man yeah. was in Massachusetts? 58. Wow, very close. 54. How could this yeah, be? Yeah, I read this article. Because he ate too much fucking licorice, the moron. Hello? Overdosing on licorice sounds more <laughs> like a twisted tale than a plausible fact. Sounds like a Twilight Zone episode. Oh, how did he die? Oh, yeah, yeah, the poor man, she ate too much black licorice. <laughs> Uh, something seemingly harmless like licorice uh, implicated in a death. We reminded a famous proclamation by Swiss phys- physician Par- Par- Paracelsus, the father of toxicology. Yes. Right. Parasite toxicology. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, all things are poison. And uh, sorry, I should probably read it with a with a Swiss uh, <laughs> accent. Oh, right. My God. Did you brew some uh, Swiss Miss hot chocolate for this? Yes. And I opened a bank account. Great. Okay. Perfect. I'm ready. All of these all things are <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me. <laughs> okay. Let me see I'm I- gonna cover my mouth with my hand. Honestly, like a toddler. Go ahead. <laughs> Let's see if I can make it. <clears throat> all things are poison, and nothing is without the poison. Uh, the dosage alone makes it so that. <laughs> can i just say you sound like anne hathaway in the remake of the witches which i watched last night thursday night sorry thursday night that's not a compliment how was not a compliment um it was closer to the original except that it had um people of color in it which i actually really appreciated people of color uh, but it's getting a lot of flack because um, 
the witches instead of their long claws and fingers are I don't want to mess it up, but their their hands are sort of split like almost like a webbed hand. They're deformed. Like a long webbed hand. Yeah. Um, I don't like that word, but people that ha- suffer from that disability spoke out against it because it sort of made them look bad. So Warner Brothers and Anne Hathaway had a backpedal because Anne Hathaway can't catch a break. No, she cannot. No. Uh, Whatever. Okay, continue. So Swiss, chocolate, and delicious bank accounts. Okay, yep. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. And then it goes into the science of, of what it is and then what the active ingredient in black licorice is and how they use it to... And what is the active ingredient? You son of a bitch. <clears throat> Glycosereza. That wasn't that bad. Glycosereason, also known as glyceric acid, is a chemical in black mm. licorice that gives the candy its signature flavor, but it also leads to its toxic effects. No, wait, no, hold on. Uh, <laughs> I don't have a scary. Never mind. I don't wow. have a scary sound. Mm hmm. That's a scary. Oh, thing. I overbid. No, on on black licorice. I do love black licorice, by the way. I don't eat it very often, but when I do, boy, do I love it. And I also love um, C. Howard's Violet Candy. I don't know that mm-hmm. one. C. Howard's? Maybe I do know mm-hmm. that one. Is that like in an old timey bag? Yes, purple. Like it's in a purple. Uh, um, like a, I have small hands, two inch container. <laughs> Are you sure it's not Howard's? Cause it looks like it's a one word. Uh-uh. It's C dot Howard's. Is it? I don't see the, I don't see the period, Adam. It's C Howard's. All right. It looks, I think, I don't oh my think God, so. I'm wrong. Oh my God. Am I wrong? For your whole life, you've been calling it C. Howard's, and everyone's been—you've been walking around like an asshole, going, "Hey, can oh I have my some God, C. Howard's black licorice?" And you mean, I thought maybe it was like Charles Howard, or of course it's a man, Charles Howard. No, it's—it could also be pronounced cowards. Might be, might be cowards. Anyway, I love it. I've been eating it since I was a kid. My uh, grandmother's best friend Rita used to give Jason and I violet candy and Sensen gum, and we loved it. So thank you. Violet candy. What is that taste like? Violet. Violet. You're turning violet. Violet. Sensen. There it is. Sensen mince licorice breath freshener. Forty dollars on eBay. I don't think they make it anymore. That generation's dead. Well, you know why they're dead, right? Uh black licorice. Too much black licorice. That's correct. That's right. Uh, okay, I close that article. Okay. What else? Okay. Well. Well, what's new? Nothing is happening with you that you can't talk about for five minutes. You want really? I don't honestly, if you want to know my, the honest truth, I really don't <laughs> think anyone gives a shit. I think people listen to this show for a few reasons. One to hear us bicker Two, to hear me get drunk Hear You get drunk three. Hear me make weird songs about things. I think that's the only reason people listen to us. Uh, what you guys are about to hear is my empty seltzer can going into the recycling bin. There it goes. See? Did you make it? Number four. I did. I got it. Oh, you're going to have to pee so badly. Uh, no, I'm okay. I, I peed three times before I let you know I was ready. 
Dunkin' Donuts has a new has a new uh, spicy donut. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Dunkin'. Thank you. Added as its first ever spicy donut because 2020 hasn't been chaotic. And oh, shut up, CNN. Oh, shut up, CNN. The spicy ghost pepper donut <laughs> is baked with a classic yeast dough and topped with strawberry icing that's mixed in with a blend of cayenne and ghost pepper. One of the mm-hmm. hottest chili necessary for those who dare. It's available until November, December, December. Uh huh. You don't want to do that. I mean, I love their donuts. I, I love a strawberry frosted donut, but not a ghost pepper mm. one. Yeah, I'm good. KFC is replacing its finger licking good sauce with something new called KFC sauce. Mm-hmm. Here come the riots. No, no, no. That's not because of the new president-elect. That's because of the change in the sauce at KFC. Sorry, I didn't want to confuse anybody. Don't you love that literally today, <laughs> today of all days, is a historic moment, regardless of how you feel about any of the candidates, the fact that there is a woman, a woman of color as is going to be our vice president and is a black licorice bag away from becoming the president of the United States of America. I mean, really just a strong breeze, but I really, honestly, uh, and here we are, <laughs> here I am going, well, I got nothing to talk about today. It's finger licking good. I, I don't want to get political. I don't want to upset any of our listeners. And I don't think, I don't yes. think we've upset any of our listeners because no, 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 but I don't want to, there are people out there just about half of the country that almost exactly may not agree with us. Almost yeah, exactly so half of the country. I want to tread lightly. Okay. Yes. Okay. I'm happy, I'm happy to talk about politics off air, but I don't. And I don't want to talk about I, politics either. I, I think that's a, a wise yeah. choice, but yeah. If we're going to talk about people getting kicked out, did you hear that that Johnny Depp got kicked out of? Uh, I did. Yeah, Warner he was literally called a wife beater in court. By the way, I mean, did it? I thought. Okay, honestly, I haven't been following the the Johnny Depp story very closely, but I thought he was framed. Like, I honestly thought, not framed, but I thought Amber Heard was the crazy one, and 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 nobody believed him. Well, the courts decided that it was the opposite of that. So he's been let go by uh, Warner oh. Brothers and he will no longer be involved in Anything? Fantastic Beasts and Horny Toads or whatever that book is called. What an awful movie, by the way. Both of them. Oh, my God. They're terrible. Anyway, just so, awful. So he is, um, you know, he's canceled canceled mm-hmm. well, i don't know if he's canceled because he's always been that sort of weird guy even ever since he was young he he had this bad boy persona but i guess he was beating his wife allegations allegedly beating his wife allegedly yeah don't get in trouble like wendy williams did 10 years ago when she refused to use the word allegedly mm-hmm. on her show mm-hmm. so always allegedly kathy griffin too she's probably thrilled today by the way Oh yeah, she probably is. Her, her, and Chris, uh, Chris Anderson, Anderson Cooper, rather, excuse me, are going to go out for Chris a Anderson. I'm tired, dude. I don't know why you're so tired all the time. It's not like you work a a full week, have a, a baby running around, me running. How you? Well, I mean, stop exercising. It's really overrated. And just, just fall balls deep into the mac and cheese tray. I mean, that's 
how I'm living now. Um, that's a pretty good life. I don't. Mm-hmm. I honestly he, is it. He was awful. Johnny Depp was awful as uh, as Grindelwald. I guess that's what the. Uh, who cares? Honestly, who cares? I don't. May he may he rest in peace. Frankly, I don't give a shit. I really don't. I loved his stuff back in the day. I haven't loved a Johnny Depp movie in. Oh my Jeez, god! Let's see. What's the last Johnny Depp movie you like? Now, are we saying that he know. started started in? Well, or, or involved in? I mean, his cameos are different. He was a spoiler alert, everybody. He was a in in a he made a cameo in Twenty One Jump Street, which is the same TV show that he yeah yeah with yeah. Richard but that, that that I wouldn't really count. All right, let's see. Uh, he, oh, I know, I know which one. Sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Murder on the Orient Express. He he was in that. Oh yeah, he mm-hmm. was in that. I like that movie. Not that I really remember. I fell asleep. I completely forgot he was in that movie. And see, those are like that's what I mean by start in because he was in that, but he wasn't the main guy. He wasn't Perot. Perot. Mordechai. He was Edward Edward Ratchet. I know your last one that you loved. Go ahead, Mordecai. The Lone the Lorne Ranger. The Lorne Ranger. That's correct, Adam. I that's love right. the Lorne Ranger. The Lorne Ranger. Yeah, he played Tonto. Dark Shadows, awful. Okay, let's keep going. The Lone Ooh. Ranger was really shit. Yeah, this Ooh. is twenty one. He was fine. Right? He was fine in Alice in Wonderland. Eh. Okay, uh, Sweeney Todd, two thousand seven. I absolutely love that movie. Yeah, I do too. I I like that movie a lot. I guess that's the that's the last. Yeah, thirteen years. Christ, it's yeah. been thirteen mm-hmm. years since he's had, and even some people would argue that that wasn't a really great portrayal of that role. I think you know Helena Bonham Carter did a really nice job, and Sasha <laughs> Baron Cohen love. again. Mm-hmm. As mm-hmm. as um, Italian guy Fernini, Fernini, Linguini, Linguini, Ma- Mario, Clam Sauce. I'll give you a million dollars if you can tell me his name. Um, I know for a fact that you don't have a million dollars, so I'm not even going to try. Oh, I guess you lost your your chance for a million dollars. It was Pirelli, like the tires. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What's a tire? Anyway, yeah, so I love Sweeney Todd. I saw it in the theater yep. with Lisa, and we both despised it. Absolutely despised, hated it. When it came out on DVD, we decided to give it another shot, and we watched it and absolutely loved it. I don't know what changed, but boy, do I love that movie. Were you I drinking? absolutely love it. No, no. How's uh, is no. Betty Ford calling you again? Uh, no, it's 410. Yeah, no call. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that. So I liked that movie, but I, w- I wasn't absolutely in love with it. I really did enjoy Pirates of the Caribbean, the very first one, The Curse of the Black Pearl. Um, Never saw it. I've only seen the second movie in the entire franchise. The first one was good. Now, I will say the last movie where he was, I think, excellent in and just really excellent blow it, where he he's a drug dealer and and trafficking all kinds of cocaines. I never saw blow. I guess share is in it. No. What is she? Why share in this picture? <laughs> Maybe she went to the premiere. I guess that must be it. Hurry but up it- and go see blow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh that's God. it. He has, he's really up and down. Do you think, do you think he'll come back? 
or do you think he's he's done? Uh, do I, th- uh, probably not. He, I don't think he gives a shit. No, I don't think he gives no. a shit either. I think Tim yeah. Burton's still going to cast him in shit. I think Tim Burton, well, unless it's well, a Tim, Tim Burton, Burton is going to do the new Adams family. <sighs> okay. I'm actually looking forward to it. Cause who better to partner with for the Adams family? Um, I could honestly, like Guillermo del Toro. I was going to say Guillermo del Toro. That would be fucking fabulous Guillermo del Toro doing Adam's family would be exquisite and who would you know who would play Gomez Adams uh, the only uh, Raul Julia played Gomez Adams wonderfully might I ask he was may he rest, uh, may he rest in peace what a what a amazing actor he was so you gotta have somebody of that I just Tim Burton is a caricature of himself now I don't even I I don't give a shit about anything he does. Mm. The only thing that he could do is bring back one of his old movies and reboot it or make a sequel to it like Beetlejuice. And then I would be like, okay, I'm in. Let's see where this goes. I mean, they were supposed to do a Beetlejuice too. I don't know what the hell happened there. That and um, they, I mean, I don't know why, but Beetlejuice is one of those movies that's been off and on again, off again. And uh, originally for years, originally right after it was released, um, there were talks about the Beetlejuice sequel where he went to Hawaii uh, with the Dietzes. Correct. I, I would have absolutely paid money to see that. Yeah. Weekend at Beetlejuice's. That's exactly what it's called. He's Puerto Rican, Raul Julia. I don't know that. He was. Was, yeah. excuse me. He died in night. Do you know who was originally set to play Morticia in the Adams Family movies? Uh, no, who? Cher. That would have been good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Angelica Houston, lover. Lover. Kind of would have been okay with Cher, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter was his last movie. Poor I know. Schmuck. He was so sick on while filming that movie. You can actually see it if you... Well, don't really watch the movie because it's terrible but you can see that he was not feeling great yeah he was one of those there was a list that of great performances and shitty movies and and he appeared on that list for this movie because he really i mean anything he did he took very seriously and uh, yeah no he was he was good and it's it's just just not a great it's not a great movie no absolutely awful uh anyway i think i think almost anybody else Give, give it to anybody else and, and let them run with with it other than Tim Burton. I think that's almost a cop okay. out. All right. OK. This is but uh, but then again, I don't <clears throat> work for the industry, so. Yeah, it's OK. Yeah. Do you have to pee pee? Uh, no, but let's uh, take a break anyway. Yeah, yeah, let's take a break. OK. OK. Be right back, guys. Oh, I don't know where he went. Here he comes. I can hear him breathing. Anyway, so I'm having Jersey Mike's for dinner tonight with my dad. My mom's not feeling great. And I thought they delivered, but I don't think they do. Can't wait to go back and see what you're talking about. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I was cut off by you coming back, so. Uh huh. And by the way, mm-hmm. okay. Well, mm-hmm. go ahead. You, you are we are we back? Say, and we're back, and so I can have a clean, and we're back. Okay, well, but 
in the meantime, Soft Soap makes a delicious smelling lemon antibacterial soap. <gasps> this is the shit it... I want in on the air. Say, and we're back. Oh. And we're back. Okay, Adam, tell me about your stupid Soft Soap. Fuck. <laughs> soft Soap makes an antibacterial soap, obviously, because they're fucking Soft Soap, in a lemon scent, but delicious. Cut through any smell, any odor. It leaves your hands... I mean, not soft, but super fresh smelling. I, I got to try to track more down. Mm. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. And we're mm-hmm. back what you- for, <laughs> I swear. We're oh, back. really? Oh, you're such a fuck. No, no, I'll, I'll leave that in. I think it's cute. Okay. What are you eat? What are you eating? So yeah, this is what I wanted to talk about. I realized that I did. Oh. I did have very important things going on in my life this week. And that I didn't get a chance mm-hmm. to. So it'll be really quick. Uh-huh. Famous last words. Um, <laughs> I mean, for, for me, not you. Right. But yeah. Uh, so Oreo has released a brand, a brand new uh, flavor. Oh God, every fucking day, another fucking variety. Go don't, ahead. Don't be mad at my, my Mondelez Nabisco Oreo. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. As Faye Dunaway so famously put it in Mommy Dearest, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the dirt. <laughs> so they released a gingerbread flavor one in uh, honor mm. of, of Christmas. And in honor of redheads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really good. I love gingerbread. Mm. Let's see if you guys can hear it. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. That makes for good, uh, good podcast. Anyway, so uh, that one I wanted to talk about Christmas, just very briefly. So, oh, uh, I was going to say it's November seventh. Okay, so here we I go. I mean, Target switched their stores over on September eighteenth. Yep. So, okay, yep. here we go. Before before we get into Christmas, you corner. Oh dear. So everybody needs to stop with Christmas. Okay. You sound like my brother with Halloween. Yeah, I will. I will say that I, I completely agree with that. I. Uh, wow. OK. OK. So it was Halloween or the day before Halloween. And we Heather and I had to go. It was the night before Halloween and all through the and all through the Home Depot. <laughs> oh, Home Depot. I mean, I love the smell of wood, but not at Home Depot. Hey. Uh, so anyway, yeah, they had already had all of it. They had all of their christmas stuff up i'm sure way mm-hmm. in advanced uh they were playing christmas music i walk into work on monday and the receptionist is blasting coast 103.5 and play and she normally plays like classic rock or kalo s um for those of you who are in, in la and, but she switched right over to coast 103.5 and it was jingle bell rock over and over and i said to her i'm like how how you, you're a few years older than i am and she is a few years older than i am Mm -hmm. double my age and i said how are you how have you not had an ass full of fucking frosty the snowman and jingle bell rock and we wish you a medicrima and all of this shit and i just i i never ever have to hear any of these fucking songs ever again Mm mm-hmm and I just, I'm so upset because it's November. It was November, what, second? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. Okay. So the reason why most stations across, well, probably across the country, but at least in all the major cities. I know why. 
Yeah, they're doing it for ratings because their ratings are never higher than they are in November and December. So yep. that's why they're doing it. I, ca- I can't sign up until like a week before Christmas. I just, I don't need to, I, I don't have to hear it. And I, and there's a bunch of, I mean, I'm sure we're going to have an episode about it, but there are a bunch of Christmas and holiday songs I like. I don't have to hear them for seven weeks. Uh, it's not necessary. I'm sorry. I, uh, yeah, I agree. I really don't need to. And, and thankfully Heather loves Christmas. We've, we've established that before, but right. They also released the, uh, the holiday cups over at the Starbucks. And she also <laughs> was very happy because she, she got the, the free cup, the free little plastic cup. And here I am thinking, okay, okay guys. All right. So we're worried about the environment. We're worried about plastics. We're worried about all this shit that we're creating that is never going to go away ever. And here people are lining up in the middle of an alleged pandemic. If you believe in that hoax, Mm -hmm. um, lining up to get a free cup, a free holiday plastic cup from Starbucks. Correct. That, that looks honestly looks chintzy as fuck. And it was made somewhere in Taiwan by children who are paid two cents a day if they're paid correct yeah <sighs> mm-hmm. i've just and i've already wait, had, i'm sorry I'm, I'm just trying to find the problem with it i've already had an asshole of it and it's and it's november and it's november both. what seventh mm-hmm. i have to deal with another almost 60 days of this crap and people who, okay, I know that I'm going to get a lot of flack from, from this segment. I realize that because most of our listeners who are not Jewish, or who are, yeah, who are not Jewish, love Christmas. Most people in general, even the Jews. I love Christmas. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I got mm-hmm. you a Christmas tree one year, a little Christmas tree. It's, it's currently in my parents' basement. What, where, where it belongs. It shall remain yeah. until I leave the house. <laughs> I just um, and then there's the argument that 2020 has been a, a, a garbage year. And if if this brings joy to people, why am I going to come around like a like a Grinch and say, bah humbug and, and you can't put up your Christmas because because it's mm-hmm. I'm no stop, please. Stop, collaborate and listen. Right. <laughs> yep. Ice is back on a brand new mission. That's right. All right. I got, I, I'm, I'm uh, sure, I'm sure we're going to be talking about Christmas for the next wow, seven what, weeks. What a rant. Honestly, dude, I'm, I'm, what a, what a grumpy Scrooge like rant. And nothing ever happened to me. I had, I've had nothing but wonderful Christmases, Adam. I've had joyous Christmases. Yeah, where, where does this hatred come from? I would get, you know, you know what it is? You hate Jesus. Mm-hmm. I would get, all sorts of fun toy. I would all the new consoles I would get growing up. I PS PS one and 64 super Nintendos. I got a computer one like in 2000 as one of my gifts. And it was the best thing I'd ever had. I just, I don't know, dude. I don't know. And maybe, maybe this is going to be our new segment. It's let's find out why Rogelio hates Christmas so fucking much. Uh, maybe, but we can also, 
maybe maybe we should bring our therapists on the air with us to discuss it. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Um, so we'll talk about this another time. Let's pivot. Yes. Uh, okay, sure. So Adam has, let's let's get to it. We've had enough for- Oh, the light bulb just flew out. Oh. Oh, I just got so scared. Sorry, guys. The One of the light bulbs blew out in the lamp that I have on in the room that I record in. And I got nervous that the power went out, but it was just- the light bulbs from Dollar Tree. No, it's the light bulbs from Dollar Tree that my father buys. Hey, you need oh, light bulbs? My... Come on down to the Dollar Tree. It'll hook wow, you. Wow, that's gosh, that scared me. Oh, so, okay, pivot, <laughs> pivot. So, um, enough foreplay. Like I was saying, let's get to the cover songs. Adam last week sent me his playlist on Spotify of the cover songs, and I saw that it was like fourteen songs long, and I said, dude, that's that's a little long. And he's like, I, I had to cut it down, this and that. And then so last night, By the way, started, it's something that has never been said about me before. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, shut <laughs> up. Uh, Talking about my hands. Yeah. Uh, and so I said, uh, uh, I made my <laughs> list. You, you, you distracted me. Congratulations. Go ahead. Sorry. So uh, Adam it is another one, by the way. Another thing a lot of New Yorkers say, not go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. We should mm-hmm. have named this this podcast. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started making my list last night of covers and I I had a hard time stopping too. It's kind of, it's a really fun thing it's, to do. It is. I had a blast making it and I have a heck of a lot more. Yeah, I'm excited. So this might not be our only covers uh, episode, but if you... If, send send us a playlist. We Adam and I both have um, uh, Spotify. Spotify, so yeah. Share the playlist with us, and you may be share it. <laughs> you may be featured on a future episode. Now, I I will say that again, it's going to be. We may have to split it up into two segments, and we may have to do cover songs part two, Electric Bugaloo, again on episode fifteen. Uh, but let's let's get going. Do you have them? And do you have them in front of you, Adam? I do. Yeah. Do you have any order? Are, are they in the order you want to talk about them? Uh, mm, maybe the first three or four, but after that, no. Okay, great. So uh, yeah. go in order from one, two, and three is what you're saying, right? Uh, please do, yeah. Okay, here we go. First one. Also, I realized that some of these are going to take forever to intro. Also, I realized that I wasn't prepared and I didn't push play. Oh, I'm pressing play. Mm-hmm. Why isn't it playing? Should already be mm-hmm. playing. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Oh my god! Mm. Let's try this again. <laughs> so 50, much. 5246. 50, edit fifty two forty six. <laughs> your your order is now ready. Fifty two forty six. Your order is ready. God, I can't wait for a fucking Jersey Mike sub. Soon. Oh, let's try this mm. again. Okay. There you go. Do you want to talk? So, do you want to introduce it? Tell us what it is, and we'll have it playing in the background. I do. So, this is uh, Phil Collins and his number one hit single, a groovy kind of. Uh, my God, what? What was goes in and out? It was start over, start over. It was going in and out. No, I. I it sounds fine on mine. I think it's because you're really loud, actually. Oh, let, I mean, on, let really me turn loud, but let me turn down. Let me turn I don't think down. You can. Oh my god! I'll I'll turn it down a little bit. Okay, you go ahead and talk. Okay. A groovy kind of love. Okay, so that's a groovy kind of love by Phil Collins. Why Why did you choose that one? 
And who sings um, The reason why I chose it is, one, I love the song, period. Two, I love his cover of it. And three, if there is a God in heaven, which mm, I don't think there is, I will get married one day and that will be my first dance with my husband. Aw. Yeah, you heard it here for, first, folks. Uh, Adam is yeah. planning to get married. So... <laughs> Fuck. Who uh, who sang it originally? <laughs> so there's been a couple versions, but the the bigger version before uh, Phil Collins' number one hit was The Mindbenders in 1966. Cool. Very good. Yes. It's fun it hit song. number two in the U.S. on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. Uh, this next song I absolutely love. Uh, written, Ooh, written really? For, oh, yeah. I didn't think you liked it. I'm no. excited. Okay. Yeah. And, and written, uh, by Prince, right? Mm-hmm. Christopher on the liner notes. Yes. Oh, really? I didn't know that it was. Uh-huh. Back when he hit his, uh, talent, we'll call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just so good. It sounds it's so, so good. Poppy yeah. and fun written by Prince. Uh, mm-hmm. And you want to say that you want to say the fun little fact about it? I sure do. So that's Manic Monday by the Bengals, a song I've heard 18 million times in my lifetime. And every time it comes on, I love it. I agree. And I love it. And I love it even more. Susanna Hoffs has. Oh, I love her vocals on it. Written by Prince. And fun fact, peaked at number two on the charts here in the U.S., and what song kept it from number one was Kiss by Prince and the Revolution. So one Prince, two Prince songs. Yes. In the, uh, in the All the money for ready. Prince. Whoa. 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 This segment is going to take for fucking ever. I, we have uh-huh. so many to go through. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of Prince, this next song was also... Thank you. That's why I bundled them together. Ooh, I'm so excited. Go ahead. It uh, was also written by Prince. Uh, it, I, I was... So last night when I was looking through all of the lists of different different covers, this song right. re, was was in many, many, many lists, top five. Mm-hmm. Here it is. It's su- uh, superior to the original, yeah. Who, who sang the original? Was it Prince? It was Prince, yes. Okay, here we go. It's got a long intro, so we I, I should have played that and then talked about how one. That's okay, was. guys. It's uh, Sinead O'Connor, and nothing compares to you. And the video uh, where she's ripping up the picture of of the Pope. I agree. That was on SNL. Oh, <laughs> perfection. Uh, nothing else has to be said. I've listened to Prince's original demo of it. It's lovely and wonderful, but. No, Sinead all the way. I will say, mm-hmm. you know, it's really interesting. Is, by the way, I have goosebumps from this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, Every I, time I hear it, I, I have the same thing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't care less about, about Sinead O'Connor. I really, oh, she's... no, me neither, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think pretty much yeah, everybody. I don't give a shit about her. I mean, listen, I hope she's well if she is alive. Is she alive? I, I don't know. She's probably in Ireland somewhere. Anyway. Eh, whatever. Uh, anyway, I wish no harm on her, but I don't give a shit about her. I no. just, this version of the song is everything. Yeah. Uh, and I would say nothing compares to it. So... <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I, I love it. Nailed it. Stuck the landing. You know what's yep. interesting is yeah. I this is one this is the only song, Adam, 
that mm-hmm. both you and I have on our lists of covers. Wow. The same. However, however, my version is done mm-hmm. by different artists. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's hold not the, the Dixie Chicks, is it? The who? Sorry, the Chicks. Thank you. No, but the Chicks do make an appearance on my list, believe it or not. Okay. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh uh huh. I know it. I won't say it, but I know it. Uh-huh. All right. No, it's not landslide, okay. by the way. Really? Mm-hmm. God, I, this is such a good segment. Everybody, oh, welcome. I hope. So excited. Welcome an hour in. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, I hope oh, we have nothing else to talk about. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And we probably should have started with this, huh? Maybe this is going to be a super <laughs> long episode. Everybody just pop in. I hey, listen, I still have half a magnum to go, so I'm good. I, Booger's asleep and uh, Heather's working on some stuff out there. Why not? Uh, let's just. Go. All right. All right. Let's do, do it. Let's do it. Let's press on. Uh, do you want to introduce the next song? I do. So um, please, nobody hate me for saying this. Yep, keep going. I love the Beatles. Everybody loves the Beatles, okay? But Susie and the Banshees did a phenomenal cover of Dear Prudence back in 83, I want to say. Don't quote me. Um, It's originally by the Beatles, and I absolutely love her vocals and the song, period. So, here it is. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of fun. That's a fun one. It's a great cover. Yeah. And oh. it has 1980 whatever written all over it. Two or three. Yeah. yeah written all. And the video too. She looks perfect. Susie Sue. Oh, yeah. I love great. it. She's great. Yes. All right. Um, she had to make your list, huh? Your baby girl, your love. One of. Oh, no. Your oh, love no. bugs. Uh, yeah. She's on the. Well, she was on my list twice, but yeah. Thank God you cut her down. <laughs> okay. So this is Cher and Love Hurts from 1991. It's also currently featured in the Asper Cream commercial here in the US, if anybody is curious. The original was by the Everly Brothers, but the successful version was by the uh, band Nazareth in 76. Right. Fun fact again, Cher originally recorded it in 1975 on her album Stars, which isn't streaming anywhere, so I honestly have never heard it, but I love this early 90s version, and it's so Cher. Yeah, he he's never sound better, by the way. Enough. All right, enough of you. Enough of you. <gasps> Half-breed. Isn't that, she, isn't that a song of hers? Yeah, but mm-hmm. is that not a nice thing to say? Uh huh. Next, so uh, the next song was originally done by David Bowie, and uh, <laughs> oh, I yeah. actually can you do me a favor, yeah. please? Because I'm my my wine is winking at me, going, "Hey, can you can you take a sip? You can introduce some too." Yeah, I'm looking at the list with you. I uh, I got you, babe. All right, good. <laughs> Share again. <laughs> I got you, babe. So this mm-hmm. next song is a, a, a originally a David Bowie song. Uh, and mm-hmm. I've heard this cover done live twice. I want to say <laughs> 17 times, maybe two or three times. Uh, uh-huh. And it was done right around the time David Bowie died <sighs> by his, uh, I guess, admirer. I don't know if they were ever mm-hmm. friends, but Boy George from Culture Club did a cover of Starman. And it is 
actually really good. I, uh, it's a good one. It is. And, and I will say that uh, I love this song in general. And it, I don't know what it is about covers, about certain songs, that no matter who does them, there's just something so great about them. And this is one of them. Back when he had a voice still. Fuck. Adam, you know what this segment is making me feel? We should have a goddamn Horny? radio show. <laughs> we should have a radio show where we talk about... So This is so good. It only took us 14 episodes for us to realize that we love talking about music. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, damn. Um, I lied before when I said that... Um, hold on, let's get to the chorus. There's a song. Uh, I lied before when I said good that cover. Yeah, it's a good cover. Yeah, uh, that you. I lied when I said that I only have one song that rip, that's the same as your list. But really, I have, I have two of them. Both <gasps> of both songs done by somebody completely different. Wow. Okay, I'm actually excited. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Starman and right. nothing compares to you. Uh, are, are both both are on my list as well. Oh, I'm excited to hear who you uh, picked for Starman. Okay. Yeah. I, I want to apologize also to our listeners. If the sound is not great as far as if it's dipping in and out, I'm trying my best to to not overload the system, but also make sure that you can hear it, but also hear us talk. So if it's not the greatest, sorry, you get what you pay for. Yes. And <laughs> again, I apologize too. I'm trying not to talk over the song, but. No, I, I think, to... yeah, I think we'll be okay. Sorry. You, you, I, I'm real. I'm a little nervous about this one because you're recording it on on a different computer. I know. But you know what? Let's just go for it. Fuck it. Uh, this next song was the inspiration of one of the titles of a previous episode of ours. I think probably episode three. The <laughs> night the light went out in Rancho, uh, right. and it is by Reba McIntyre. And when I said mm-hmm. to Heather that I titled that episode that song, she said Jesus. Uh, and then I realized that it was about a wife <laughs> murdering her husband. Right. Uh-huh. Her cheating husband. Cheating husband. Who's mm. so good? God damn. Uh. God damn, Reba. Uh. No? Mm. No goddamn Reba? Heather's Heather's oh no. Heather's coming in. Oh no. Oh, oh does Heather the like the original? That's okay. Know. Go ahead. It's not about a wife murdering her husband. It's, it's the husband the sister and the brother. brother. Wife that was committed by his little sister because his wife right. was cheating on him. Right. Mm. Do you know who sang it originally, Heather? Vicky. No. Do you know Adam? Vicky Lawrence. Yes. Vicky. Vicky Lawrence. Vicky Lawrence of Carol Burnett Show fame, folks. In Thank 1973. You, Thank you, Heather. I've been with them myself. Oh, God. God damn. Uh-huh. Um, you don't have to be a country music fan to like that song, by no, the way. No, no. I, I, I like some country uh, music. I actually, I, I realized you were, you and Heather were, were two of the people who um, helped me realize my love of country music, but it's a very specific kind of country music. It's correct. like 80s, mm-hmm. 90s, and it tells a story. Like, I love this song. I love fancy. You mean, you mean when it was good? 
Ooh, I agree. Yeah, I think when it was less poppy, I I really I really enjoyed it. Yeah, when I had yeah, uh, Re- Reba's cover of that song, I think. Uh, don't quote me, guys. Sorry, don't judge me. I think it was ninety one, but the original was seventy three. Yeah, and the and the picture of her on that cover with that hair, <sighs> black and white, <sighs> and just I would have done uh-huh. things to Reba McIntyre. By the way, she listen, was- I listen to she and Melissa Peterman's podcast every week, and I just love them to death. Yeah. And she's Guys, uh, listen. Yep, listen she's hosting the ACM Awards. Uh, it may be the. Mm. It's one of the thousand country music awards. What network is it on? Oh, do you know? Fuck, baby boy, I don't know. Yeah, the CMAs are on ABC. The ACMs are on CBS. So yeah, probably ACMs. The I Academy think. of Country Music and the. The ACMs are the, uh, no, uh, the CMAs are the Country Music Association. Yeah. It, it's Reba and um, Darius. Uh, Darius Rucker. Yeah. yeah. I love him. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. She's, mm-hmm. she's great. Great song. Uh, and it also comes, it also brings up the, the argument or the conversation of what's better, the original or the cover. There were so many, so many songs <sighs> where I thought the original was better. And then obviously so many songs where I think the cover is way better. Uh, I think your last song on this list is the, is the perfect, <laughs> is the perfect <laughs> example of a song that's better, that the cover is better than the original. Not my original ending, but I threw it in today. Right. And funnily enough, one leads into mm-hmm. the other. But anyway, before right. we get there. Okay. Amazing. Okay. Oh God. I didn't know I um I, I know the song because of you. Okay, so this is Ten Thousand Maniacs on their MTV Unplugged episode singing Because the Night, which was originally written by Bruce Springs uh Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. If he recorded it, I don't know. But the first recording I heard was actually Patty Smith. But I love the Ten Thousand Maniacs yeah, version the most. Let's get to this chorus because it's good. Ready? <clears throat> Natalie Merchant at her best. Yep. May she rest in peace. She's alive. Yeah, that's good. That's good, Adam. That's a good choice, man. Uh, yeah. I, I got to say, also, I'm learning through all of these lists that uh, there are so many artists who are incredible mm-hmm. writers who do not perform their songs or just right? their songs are not best known because of them. Right. And bless them for that. Thank you. I will say Prince is probably the, the shining example of that where I, I, I don't. Absolutely. I, yep. I really don't care about Prince. Like when he died, it was like, okay, you know, it sucks. I get it. I, I respect the guy in his, in his history and his position in the history of rock and music in general. Hang on one second. There's purple rain coming out of the ceiling of the room I'm in. One second, please. Hold on. Oh, yep. Okay. Let's go crazy. Yep. And we're going to hold. Let me put, put, I'm trying to find a raspberry beret. One second. One second. Maybe you can uh, write a, a letter to uh, darling Nikki. That's right. Yeah. And I'm hold on. And I'm about to do the bat dance. Okay. We're good. We're good. I will. I do like some of Prince. I do like a lot of Prince, but I just don't whatever. He's fine for me. But I will say that the songs that he's written, nothing compares mm-hmm. to you, Manic Monday. He was an amazing lyricist. Really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. May he rest. Yep. Also, 
you know, this is so great. I'm so happy that we that we made these. Li- I, I barely skimmed your list when I made my list, by the way. But I also have a, a live unplugged song. It is oh. it is not the, the the man who sold the world by Nirvana. I tried okay. I tried really hard to stay away from a lot of the obvious ones. A question for you. Yeah. Why am I going first today with uh, my list? Because you were really excited about it. I mean, oh, we could well, do. But honestly, it's an hour ten. We could, we could bank, we could bank both out and do a, a deluxe version. Okay, all right, yeah. I mean, I have a little chub waiting for your list too, but okay. A chub waiting for my list? Yeah, I want to hear your list. Oh, a chub waiting. For, I see what you're saying. Okay, here we go. Here's here's the uh, here's our gal. Okay, guys, I love Dolly Parton. Mm. Do I love Dolly? I'm. Well, cross my fingers. I'm going to be going to Dollywood next month in December for the first time ever. And I'm so excited. So she originally recorded Light of a Clear Clear Blue Morning in 1977. She redid it for a movie she was in for Disney in 1992 called Straight Talk. And I love her cover of a cover. So, or cover of the OG. Here it is. Leaving her abusive husband. She's driving to the big city. Here she comes. Here it comes. She's uh she's one of those artists that I feel I would really like if I if I listened to her. Yes. If you want, look at my playlist, all her singles, and go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she's she about also, a lyricist, by the way. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. She's she's uh, she's one of those ladies who people mm-hmm. just cover all the time. Uh, uh-huh. her songs, I should say. Uh, Adam, this next song, yes, sweetheart, is by Celine Dion. Yes, is it is is this the same song by Huey Lewis in the News? Is this that song? It is not. Oh, no. thank god. I know. I will say. I would be very interested in hearing the p- power of love <laughs> by Celine Dion. No, it is not. not. The power of love. No. Okay. Anyway, power nope. of love by Celine Dion. The whisper. Mm. Uh, from her uh, Color of Love album, I think it was '92. Don't quote me. The original was actually by a singer named Jennifer Rush. Who did many, 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 many songs all over the world. And she originally recorded this song. I think it was 1987 or 88. But God bless Celine. She made it her second biggest hit. Yeah, Her second biggest hit. I wonder what her first biggest hit was. No idea. Mm -hmm. Uh, My heart will go on. Oh, yeah. What I actually meant was her second big hit uh uh-huh, uh-huh like second big hit but yeah was it was a big english one at this point okay like, did she learn how to speak english because she was didn't she only just speak french for a while okay no i thought that was her okay no it was her uh-huh okay that's what i thought Qua, yeah. i believe is what you were looking for okay no, kwai <laughs> <laughs> you Qua you uh i i know nothing about this next one but uh, go I have nothing. Really, you don't know the song at all. I don't know the song at all. I don't. I didn't know the power of love either. 
Really? Or the light of the clear blue morning. I mean, these... uh, That's all I have to say about Power of Love. Yeah, Yeah. it was... Jennifer Rush did it in 87, 88. Big hit in Canada. Minor hit in the US. And, yeah. Oh, my God. This is awful. (gasps) So good. I I gotta say... I'm sorry. I I, uh-huh. I hate the 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 era of the '90s where everybody decided to put jazz sax in their fucking song. I hate That's that shit. The late '80s. Yes. Yeah. Then too. Mm-hmm. That's New Jack Swing. This is Boy George's cover of "What Becomes of the Brokenhearted" by Jimmy Ruffin, originally from '66. Great song. Amazing. I like Boy George's cover better. Okay. A broken <sighs> All right, fine. Thank you. Okay, anyway. <clears throat> the next song is a 10-minute song uh, done by Madonna covering Don McLean, mm-hmm. American Pie. Uh-huh. That's it, right? I mean... I'll fight I'll you to the up. end. Yep. I mean, uh, we can go ahead and just let this play in the background. I can still remember that music used to make me. It's from the soundtrack, the next best thing. Oh my, uh, listeners, please do not watch that movie. It's terrible. Is that Madonna? Yes. It doesn't look like Madonna. It looks like. Uh-huh. You know what it, looks like? it looks like Piper Parabo. It looks like Photoshop. That's right. You're good for you. <sighs> okay. Wow. That's yeah. That's a song. Number one in the UK. Number twenty-eight in the US. Only because a CD single was not issued to stores. Thank you. Okay. This mm-hmm. next song is a cover uh, of an Elvis song, right? Uh huh. And Adam would sing this song anytime he tried to uh, <laughs> turn on his microwave and his air conditioner at the same time in his old. Wow! Apartment. What a memory, by the way. It's stuck in my mind. <laughs> As the snow flies. I'll probably get shit for this one. On uh-huh. a cold and gray Chicago morning. No, baby boy. I think you're going to get shit for American Pie by Madonna. Eh, whatever. Poor little baby child is born in the ghetto. In the ghetto. Okay. And uh, the last song on Adam's list, because he had to cut it down short. By the way, In the Ghetto was originally recorded in 69 by Elvis. And then Dolly did it, and I like hers better. Sorry. Not sorry. Yeah, I agree. And in good... Closing the circle, yes. To close that circle, as Adam says... This song, it was on many, many lists of, of the best covers of all time. And I will say that this song is way better, leaps and bounds better than the original. Agreed. I, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. It oh, fuck. Should stay. God, what a, what a shame, her story. Poor Nippy. Leave the end. Your way, mm. so I'll go. Fuck. But I know. By the way, about twenty seconds into the song, and not one single instrument. Every step By the way, the record label was very nervous about that. 
Do you know how much, seriously, do you know how big of balls you have to have to say, I'm going to do a cover of I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton off mm-hmm. of the biggest movie of that year and not uh, 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 one of uh, the biggest movies uh, of that year? Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh. The Bodyguard was huge, arguably, arguably because of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And it, it only went 17 or 18 million times platinum. I mean, really. And and to mm-hmm. not have one instrument 35 seconds into the hit song, 37, 38. Yeah. Oh. It's, a, it's a famous thing. The record label was very nervous to send that single out because it was 40 plus seconds of acapella. Yeah. And she nails it. She nailed it. She had 13 weeks at number one or 14 weeks at number one. Yeah. Oh, is that all? Only 13 or 14 weeks at number one? I mean, not the highest ever, but yes. No, that that honor belongs to Little Nas X now. (laughs) Whatever, this country. All right, Adam, you tell me. Yeah. Do you want to go? I have about 14 songs as well, or do you want to hold on? Um, I do want to take another pee-pee break. Okay, we're doing we're doing the bonus episode. We're going to do it. We're doing it. Oh, I'm so excited. All right. Ah! We'll be, we'll be okay, back. I'll be right back. By the way, I have to put a fucking light on because it's so goddamn dark in this room. I am, I am genuinely nervous. Look at how, look how big your waves are compared to my waves. Oh. Last week, they were, um, they were spot on. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm a were, little Were nervous. they? Because mine were really, really low. All right, we'll see. Go. All right, well, okay. Let me go pee. Bye. This has been Adam's pee-pee song. Roger, one sec. I, I want to replace the uh, light bulb. Right now? Hang on, hang on. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back uh, from PP break number two. Adam is is uh, currently replacing his light bulb uh, in his room where it has gone out. What? And uh, we are. Oh, no, I was just talking and, and introducing, uh, greeting everybody back from our PP break number two, which I'm a little nervous about because we've never done an episode this long. And uh, it feels like, you know, you when you start juggling, the longer you juggle, the more possibilities there are of something going wrong. Oh, well, I was just putting in a, a new light bulb. I'm sorry. No, I know. It has nothing to do with that. I'm just saying, because oh. we're going to, we're going to, we're going to launch into mine. This is probably a good time if you want to stop the episode and come back to it. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this is our lowest listened episode, but <laughs> let's do it. All right. So as I was going through my list, I, I was thinking to myself, what makes, what makes for a good cover? And also I want to stay away from all of the really obvious ones, like the, the hurt by Johnny cash and, um, art respect by the way, Aretha Franklin, that's a cover. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. but I feel like there's, there's a few of them that we'll, we'll get to, but I, I tried to get a little deeper into the weeds here. So 
my first cover, and they're in no particular order, just what they came to mind is is a cover of the Prince uh, song, Nothing Compares to You, done, made famous by Sinead O'Connor, and re-recorded at a live at Sirius XM in 2015 of by Chris Cornell. Also, you're going to be able to hear the... the the difference between Adam's playlist and my playlist because mine's going to be a little bit more rock and his going to be more poppy. Get out of town. Yeah. Uh, and and I think that, that this is one of those songs that, again, if you have a great singer who's able to do it right, is going to be, it's going to be wonderful no matter what, whether it's pop or rock. Listen up. It's been seven hours and 15 days yeah, that's pretty good. Since you took your love away. And and I think honestly, it uh, it hits the same way as Sinead O'Connor's song does. It's just when th- those first vocals hit, it just you're like, okay, I'm in. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Are you bored? Oh, I'm sorry. Am I boring you? Mm-hmm. Wow, you don't like it? Yeah. We uh, we have different tastes in music. I'm sorry. Sorry. Next. I mean, what? you were very kind to me, so I'm gonna I be. Would... I'm gonna try to be kind, but that does nothing for me. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I don't even want to do this anymore. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I'm serious. I I didn't shit all over your list. <gasps> I wasn't shitting. It just doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't do it. For you. This next song is a cover of a Simon and Garfunkel song and Ooh. is done by oh one of Adam's favorite bands, groups, and I can't believe he didn't have it on his oh fucking Oh my list. god, fuck me gently with the chainsaw. Wow. Okay, Honestly, you men, I'm bowing down in front of my laptop right now. Wow, how the fuck did I forget this one? Oh, so much better. Yeah, this is really oh. good. Just how clean those drums are, by the way. Mm. Yeah, originally I love you and I hate you at the same time. I love you because thank God you remembered that. I hate you because I did not think of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really surprised. I will say I went through your list because I was going to put this one on oh, there. I'm like, oh, Adam already has it on there. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Wow. And listen, I'm a Simon and Garfunkel stan. Okay. I love yeah, them. Yeah, so am I. So am I. Did not, it didn't even cross my mind. And Paul Simon or Garfunkel. I'm sorry. Rest in peace. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my God. Their version of Hasty Shade of Winter is so much better yeah, than the, the original. Yeah, the Bengals are really good. Uh, that's from that's- the soundtrack to Lesson Zero. Guys, watch that movie and maybe you won't do drugs. Yay. And by the way, as different as our taste in music is and how different we we like different things right but there are so many similarities in our lists it's kind of eerie we both mm-hmm. have a nothing compares mm-hmm. to you we both have a bangle song we mm-hmm. both have uh, a songs by uh, david bowie songs mm-hmm. uh some country and uh songs that are from soundtracks uh, by the way i found that soundtracks also have a lot of covers uh, yes yes yeah. 
Mm-hmm. So this next one is. Oh, I'm uh, so excited. By the way, I'm really. Mm, I'm like vibrating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this next song is, it, I, I think, an, a great song. I loved it in 1999 and the video was excellent. And I, I didn't know it was a cover until BuzzFeed released that list of like songs you didn't know were a cover. Uh, and when I found that out, I'm like, it's got to go on the list. It's got to go mm-hmm. on the list. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, Natalie Imbruglia, or Imbruglia, depending on how you... Imbruglia, I think it's Imbruglia. yeah. Yeah, where she's like wearing the sweatshirt, the zip-up hoodie, and she's like all cute and mm-hmm. with a little dragon on it because it was 1999. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be that man yeah. that I adore. Let me guess, you can't stand um, that. I hate that song, but yeah. yeah. I loved and, it when it came out, but I hate it right, now. Yeah, right. I knew it's it was been, a cover, but eh. it's been played to death. But yeah, not I, eh. Because amazing cover, yes, right. amazing cover, but not, uh, yeah, not in my list. Yeah. Right. Not and, and the only reason it's on my list is because of how big it was, and I, I feel like oh my she, God, huge. she took a song that was very much so unknown and, and completely right. useless. And yeah, good for it. you, Natalie. And also, she's adorable. Uh, this next song is a, is a cover of, uh, I don't know if it's a cover of a cover, but originally it was done by Leonard Cohen, Jewish, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, and the original sucks. Lenny. The original sucks. Lenny. So fucking much, Adam. Hang on. I'm waiting waiting for Lenny. (laughs) Go ahead. Want some skipjack? Um, (laughs) so Lenny sucks. And everybody thinks that the, the best cover of this song is by John Cale. Not John Cale. Yeah. Who died? Yeah. John Cale. Is that his name? (laughs) Anyway, he he did uh, a version of it. It's fine, but my mm-hmm. favorite version of it is by Rufus Wainwright. It's uh, Hallelujah. Wow, really? I've heard there was a secret card that David played and it pleased the Lord, but you don't. I will say that I think you're going to be really surprised with a lot of the songs on this album, on my cover list, Adam. I mean, I'm here for it. I, I mean, I welcome it, but this one su- surprises me a little bit. Okay, Why? continue. Why I want to hear. No, no, no. Because uh, it's it's Rufus. Yeah. You don't like Rufus Wainwright? Mm. Cigarettes and chocolate milk is a great song. I don't doubt that, but mm. it's very gay. Hmm. Uh, this next song is uh, by Cowboy <laughs> Junkies. Uh, it, was very, it was made famous in the 90s. Uh, oh, sorry. It was, it was, the cover was in the 90s. The original was in the 70s by uh, The Velvet Underground, led by Lou Reed. But this one is Sweet Jane by the Cowboy Junkies. Also, mine has a very 90s alternative feel to it, doesn't it? Get live- out of town. Anyone is ever I know you're all sleeping. No, oh, hang on. No, there's a gun pressing against my head, and someone is saying to me, "Name who originally recorded that," and I can't name it, so I'm, I'm I might be dead. But that sounds like a pretty song. Yeah, you. I mean, the original, I get, like I said, was Velvet Underground and Lou Reed. Mm-hmm. This, this is no nothing. 
You've never heard this song? Let it play. Nobody listens. Yeah, that's true. Okay. This next song was written uh, by (laughs) Prince and performed by Prince off of his self-titled debut album, Prince, Mm -hmm. uh, where he is shirtless. I enjoy this cover way better because it's way more fun. This is I Feel For You by Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Really? Chaka Khan. Let me rock it. Let me rock it. Chaka Khan. Let me rock it. That's all I want to do. Chaka Khan. Let me rock it. Let me rock it. Chaka Khan. Let me rock it. Let me feel for you. Chaka Khan. What you tell me what you want to do. Uh, yeah. You're playing the Chaka Khan. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uh, Chaka Khan. Keep going. Keep going. I love this song. I love it. Keep going. Great Ready? Mm. I make it work. It's a physical gene. I want to rock you. Shock a bit. Because you make me want to scream. Mm. What what year was this? 1980? 85. Well, 84 technically, but it charted in 85. Oh, I love it. Good one, Roger. Oh, good one. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, I'm cutting myself. Don't do that. Cutting myself because I'm so upset that I didn't think of it. Good one. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sorry. See, see, my list makes you feel so many feels like some of them. You're like, eh, I can take or leave. But some of uh-huh. them are like, just piss you off that you didn't think of it. Listeners, I'm not cutting myself. Please don't do that. Thank you. I'm out of coffee. Oh, OK. This next song uh, was originally done by Neil Diamond and uh, was made uh-huh. famous. I know it. Oh, 1994 it. song, mm-hmm. a movie, Pulp Fiction, by Urge Overkill. You'll be a woman soon. Can you see Uma Thurman just walking around high off her ass? No, because I have never seen Pulp Fiction. You know, that might be an interesting that might be an interesting segment where you watch Pulp Fiction for the very first time here in 2020 <laughs> and then you come back to us with your with your review. And I, I smoke that, three three packs of cigarettes and go, this is what I thought. Yeah, I think that would be great. Because it mm-hmm. would you would need three packs to tell us about the whole thing, but that would be really good. Anyway, urge overkill, you'll be a woman soon. So good. I like this, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I'm also yeah. finding I'm having a really hard time not singing along with these songs. I I, I made this Tell me about it, stud. <laughs> I made this list, and I'm sure you feel the same way. And you look back on it and go, I could just hit shuffle and be a mm-hmm. happy camper. Listen, I have 47 songs in my favorite songs list on Spotify. Boy, do I sing along. <laughs> Uh, so the next two songs are written by David Bowie. They're David Bowie songs, uh, but they're done by two different artists. So this one is done by, if talk about alternative nineties, Stone Temple Pilots. And it was done at the (laughs) 1993 MTV Unplugged. I remember this. Uh This one is called Andy Warhol. Uh Uh-huh. Jesus Christ, if that doesn't have 1993 written all over it, I don't know what mm-hmm. does. Mm-hmm. Uh, good song. I like if you it. Like, yeah, it was a, it's a fun song. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not the best one. It's not going to get you going. But if you like alternative music and you like 
grunge rock. Uh, go listen to that version of that. Um, this this next song is Starman. Uh, we where I, Adam brought the Boy George version of it. Uh, it, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Culture Club version Thank of it. You. Uh, I brought the much more hipster version, but it's actually really good. Seu uh, Jorge from from Brazil, from off of the Life Aquatic soundtrack. By the way, it's in Portuguese. Uh, I'm sorry. Thank you for talking. I fell asleep for a second. So thank you. You know what? I, you could talk all you sh- all the shit you like about that song. That, that was that wasn't shit. I just I, I sorry. I, You're also drunk. Yeah, I am, but I <laughs> nodded off. Yeah. Uh, this uh, this next song is uh, done by uh, <clears throat> the chicks, nay Dixie. Um, and it oh is my a, god! Which one did you pick? That's not not landslide. I will say Heather introduced the song to me, and I fucking oh, love I it. hope it's truth no- number two. No, ready? Oh god. This is called truth n- number two. This song is called Long Time Gone. No. Get out of here. Yeah, long time gone. Okay, hit pause for a sec. Go back. Well, I I confuse the songs. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Do you want me to go back? I mean, yes. Well, cut this out. But yes, I I confused uh, long time gone with uh, truth number two. They're both covers. Sorry. 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 Hmm. Heather and I heard the original. Heard the original last night, and it would talk about a bore. This song is it's so the good. Can do a cover. This and landslide. Oh, I love them. Daddy sits on the front porch, swinging, looking out on a vacant field. Used to be filled with Berlin tobacco, now he knows it never will. Oh, sounds so good. So good. All right. Mm. Um, these next three songs, I'm going to go through pretty quickly and we're almost done with my list and we're almost done with the episode. Uh, <clears throat> they're all by the same artists. Wow. Two of them are off of the same album and all three are covers of very well-known songs. I'm, I'm a little in China worrying Spilkes? about it. You've, you've got Spilkes, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the band is cake from the nineties, obviously. Uh, <clears throat> Uh-huh. And they did a version of Never, Never Gonna Give You Up by Barry White originally off of the, <laughs> I think, an American Werewolf in Paris soundtrack, which is where I first heard it. Uh, I'll uh-huh. take the most 90s sentence for, 300, for 400, Alex. Anyway, who gives a shit about that one? Because that's, that's my, that's, that I threw on because I really like it, but. If you care about Barry White, go listen to that one. This next one is Perhaps, Perhaps, Perhaps by Cake. You 
won't admit you love me and so how am i ever to know you only tell me perhaps 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 uh i love that song um mm-hmm. i mean it was i think originally done by doris day and then it was covered by some Spanish singer for the Tortilla Soup soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Quizás. 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 Mm-hmm. If we're going to have a, a show about music, you're going to have to give me more than... Mm-hmm. I just don't like it. I'm sorry. I didn't think you did. That's okay. Yeah. And finally, a cover of Gloria Gaynor's <laughs> I Will Survive. Oh, um, this is not the Diana Ross version that I like better. No, it's not the Diana Ross version. It Damn. Off of Fashion Nugget from 1990. At first I was afraid. I was petrified. I kept thinking I could never live without you. Oh, Roger. You love it? No. I bet you love it. Okay. No. Finally. Finally. Uh, uh-huh. I have a song <laughs> that is only a little <laughs> bit of a joke. Uh-huh. Only a little bit. Because okay. I, I genuinely like the original, and I genuinely like this version. Got it. Okay. Uh, the original was done and sung in English and was one of the biggest songs of the nineties. And almost immediately it was turned around and covered by a Spanish band called, uh, El, uh, sorry, Caballo Dorado, which is golden horse. And, uh, I'm just going to let it speak for itself. Okay. No rompas más, mi pobre corazón. Estás pegando justo, entiéndelo Si quieras poco más Mi pobre corazón Me harás mil pedazos, quiérelo Yes, Roger, please don't break my heart My hanky breaky heart Are you proud of me that I got that, by the way? Oh yes, <laughs> it wasn't even the music. It was I. I got it from from the lyrics, but oh boy! Whoa, Nelly! Yeah, now yeah, what a shit! Uh huh. I have to tell you though, in all honesty, that song. I heard that one more than the original one. Uh huh. No, I, I. I. It. It was. And I suppose is still a thing in Mexican culture and you will hear it at parties still. And it slaps just as hard as the Billy Ray Cyrus one did. Oh, sweet mother of mercy. I mean, uh-huh. I got nothing. I think, I think on, on that note, listen, I w- I'm, I'm dry as a bone. I'm good. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I am too. Uh, I uh, <laughs> not a couple show everywhere you get us, guys. Thanks. Wow, you you slurred through that so hard. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, thank you for st- if you're stick if you've stuck around this long, <laughs> sweet merciful Lord. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Uh, if I am you believe in God. Yes, I'm Adam Koberg. And you are drunk. And thank you for listening to our yes wonderful podcast. Love you guys. Night.